0: Welcome back to the Bill Michaels Show. We continue on, and we're glad you're with us today. The voice you just heard was that of one Zach Heilprin, sports director of The Zone, W-O-Z-N in Madison. And uh, we now get him uh, on the line as he joins us, and we talk a little bit more about that uh, fantastic game last night. Zach, how you doing, pal? Doing good, Bill. So, just give me your first of all your thoughts as to what the Badgers did last night. It was just uh, nothing short of amazing the way they just kind of dominated Ohio State.
1: It was, and it was, and I think the biggest thing about it is obviously Tyler Wall was great, and, and Brad Davison was great, twenty five points. It's that they did it without a great performance from Johnny Davis offensively. Like he has been fantastic offensively for most of the year. He's the reason they are where they are for the most part. Uh, for him to go four of eighteen, scored fourteen points, but it, you know, to go four of eighteen and for them to somehow still win, and and really the the ten point margin wasn't probably indicative of of how much they dominated that game. It was seventeen. You know, they, they just didn't finish well. We've seen that a couple times, but uh, for them to do what they did without Johnny Davis having a great game is it has to be just so uh, good for their confidence that they don't need to count on him uh, if he's having an off night. They, other guys are going to be able to step up, and and we saw that last night. That was that was my biggest takeaway from that.
0: So, moving forward now, we talk about expectations all the time and what the expectations should be for the Badgers. And I like what Ben had to say last night, that this team just has this unchallengeable grit to them. Uh, And I see that. and I talked about that. I talked about just kind of the way that the hustle plays, the way they play basketball. This team, it looks like a team like they're – I don't want to say they're peaking now because certainly they can get better. But there's not a lot of flaws in their game when they're doing the hustle things that they've done in the past. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, definitely i I think you know that certainly uh, this team has you know some things that they they don't don't do great Now last night they shot it well from three right They had ten hit ten three pointers, but that has been a major major issue for them but um, you talk about the grit and the fight, and I think it's it's their best trait. I do. I I, I do these post game or these, uh, you know, after the game like recaps, and it's just like a rundown of things like uh, you know the good from the game, and almost always the lead is (laughs) is their grit and their fight because whether it's giving up a, a big lead and holding on or coming back from. Uh, a big deficit or going on the road and beating Purdue. It, it's just the fight that they've played with, and they, they, they leave it all out there. And I know that's such a cliche, but they do. It, it is a team that you just can't count out one way or the other. They are always, uh, seems to always have an answer for what the other team uh, is doing. And we've seen it to the point where now they're 14-2 and two and they're 5-1 and one in Big Ten play, which is just insane. I, mean, I Again, I think their grit, as, as well as they do a lot of other things, I think that grit is their best attribute
0: so right now when we look and again we go back to the Big Ten we look at the overall standings and the way they've kind of avenged that loss and I I, I got to be honest I don't think there's a team now after seeing what they did to Ohio State what they did not only on the inside but on the outside I don't see a team right now and beating Purdue I don't see a team right now that really has a, a dominant area over the Badgers do you you
1: uh, it- I, I, that's a good question, and I, it's one that, I, that is, is a difficult one to answer because I do think Michigan State and Illinois are still the two best teams, especially Illinois. When you look at Illinois, what Illinois can do down low with, with Kofi Coburn, and I still think Wisconsin can be, to an extent, exploited in the paint. We saw Ohio State score a ton of their points last night in the paint, but I, I still think Stephen Crowell and, and certainly Tyler Wall uh, have, have improved. And what they've given to Wisconsin, especially Tyler Wall, since being called out by Johnny Davis after the first Ohio State game, I guess challenge would probably be a better word or a better term to use than than called out, but challenged by Johnny Davis to to step up and to play tougher. They certainly have uh, in in recent games. But, yeah, I I think uh, next week, next uh, Friday night, when Michigan State comes to the Kohl Center, is going to be a huge, huge litmus test in exactly where Wisconsin is. I think they've answered every. Uh, every challenge to this point in the year. Obviously, Ohio State beats them by double digits last, last month. They come back this month, and Wisconsin beats them by double digits. So you have that revenge. Their only loss, That's the only loss with Johnny Davis on the court. So um, I, there is a lot to be a lot to like about Wisconsin, obviously, Bill. Um, I just, you know, you, you want to see them play. They, they played some of the better teams in the conference. I'm interested to see what they look like against Michigan State and Illinois, and we'll get that next uh, next Friday night.
0: The one thing I noticed, I mean, Greg Gard, don't get me wrong, he's coaching, okay, but it's almost like he he knows the groove they're in because you don't see him screaming and pointing and, and and you know what I mean. It's almost like yeah. it's okay, guys, go do your thing. It's it's not, and I don't want to, I don't mean to make it sound like he doesn't have to coach because these guys can play themselves. But I think it's kind of like he doesn't have to whip the horse. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and it's and which really works well for his personality because that's never been him. You know. Like that was that was Bo, and and not yelling do this and do that, but eh, getting after guys and getting after the refs, and so that was we, we, we saw that that uh, that show for 14 years on the sideline, and it was very entertaining. And uh, Greg Gard is is not that that type of guy, but he doesn't need to be with this group. Uh, if you if you turn up the volume, especially at the Kohl Center, at times when it's not very loud, which it hasn't been at times uh, this year for for whatever reason, the loudest guy on the court is Brad Davis you can hear him yelling whether he's on the bench or whether he's on the court. Like he has taken on uh, a role as a, as a coach and obviously playing as well as he is. But like, if you if you listen closely, you hear Brad's voice no matter what. And uh, so, yeah, Greg Gard doesn't have to say a lot with this group. Uh, he talks about it in the huddle. Sometimes um, he tries to keep it uh, even keel. Cause that's his personality. And um, I think it works for this group for sure.
0: When you, uh, well, I don't want to get way too, you know, too far ahead of myself, but when you start to look at the standings and the way this team continues to win, where do they go next week? Do you think?
1: You mean in terms of the, the rankings, or the uh, yeah, in uh, terms or, of the rankings?
0: Yeah. I mean, this this is yeah. a pretty good sized win that they just uh, took on by avenging a loss to Ohio State. So yeah. obviously you got Northwestern, but you got the big one with Michigan State coming up next Friday. But where do they go into that? Do they are they sitting at say number eleven, right behind Michigan State, going into that game next Friday night?
1: I certainly think there's a possibility um, because. Teams, uh, it has not been a very uh, good few days here for some of the top teams in the country. UCLA, UCLA has lost, USC has lost, um, uh, Baylor has lost. Like some of these, some of these teams that are, uh, and I don't think they're going to jump any of those teams, but it, there have been some some pretty big. Uh, uh, wins by teams over teams in the top five here uh, in the last few days that I don't think that there is – Baylor was the last undefeated team. They're not undefeated anymore. I don't think that there's a runaway team that you could sit there and say is, is the best team in the country. Baylor had played like it to a point, but I don't think that they are are, are so overwhelming than anybody else. But, yeah, for Wisconsin, could they move into the – I think they could move into the top ten. I think that's a possibility because they don't – again, they don't play again uh, this, this week. And uh, by the time the rankings come out next Monday – They'll have uh, one six straight sitting at five and one in Big Ten play, 14 and two overall. And, yeah, I think that's certainly a possibility. them you know, potentially, potentially, uh, seeing how this weekend goes, we'll see, uh, potentially moving to uh, 11, 10, 9, some, something around there. I think that's certainly a worthwhile uh, possibility.
0: Yeah, the big thing last night is, is not so much, and you had mentioned uh, in your update that, you know, Davis, 14 points. It was a relatively minuscule night. Davison, obviously, with 25. But it's kind of like – Other guys got into the mix, and it wasn't that the bench played big minutes, uh, but vote obviously coming in and getting a couple of assists, getting four points, a couple of buckets when it mattered, when you wanted to extend that lead or you wanted to get – because they got it within, I think, five or six at one point. You thought, "Uh uh-oh, here comes that run out of Ohio State coming out of the second half. And then it was no, it was just a couple of buckets, a couple of hard-fought plays, and then boom, off they go again. It seems like even though you're not getting 25 points off of your bench, you're getting you're getting some boards, but more so you're getting assists, you're getting a steal here and there. You're getting something. You know what I mean? It, it seems to be yes. timely things that are happening at a, at a good moment in the game.
1: Well, I thought they got some really quality minutes out of uh, Lauren Bowman yesterday. Uh, Chucky Hepburn yep. has uh, struggled a bit. Uh, you know, we haven't seen a ton a ton of struggles from him as a true freshman. I thought Lauren came in and gave him some nice minutes off the bench and in playing that point role. Um, so, and he hit a three pointer. We saw Jacoby Neath, who is who is dealing with uh, a leg injury. It's just, I mean, he's been beset by injuries and COVID and, and illness. It's it's been a rough year for him coming over from, um, you know, coming as a as a transfer from from Wake Forest and. You know, the fact that he uh, gave them a three-pointer last night as well. Vote has been huge uh, at different points this year, certainly giving them a a seven-footer that teams at least have to uh, acknowledge and and they can't just roll right through them down low. So, yeah, those three guys I think certainly have given them uh, something off the bench. You you mentioned Ohio State getting within six. It was 61-55, and then Wisconsin went on a 13-2 run itself, highlighted by plays from Brad Davison and from Tyler Wall. We got the Tyler Wall strip and steal, uh, and then the dunk and one. You had a Brad Davison and one in there. I mean, it was, it was uh, when, when they got close, and this kind of goes back to the grip, they got close, Wisconsin found a different gear and took control back of the game. And that is exactly what you wanted to see in that situation, not let it get down to, to a one-possession game like it had against Maryland where they even gave up the lead. Uh, this situation, not, not even let them get within a point or within a uh, within a possession, and, uh, and pushing that lead back out to 17 i think it got back up to
0: well I, as much as we talk about Davison and, and Davis uh, crowd last night with the and one as you mentioned and then the dunk and then that that screaming energy so to speak as the crowd just went freaking bananas i I thought his energy level was off the charts last night and to me when you talk about every now and then you look at a game and you say okay who's that guy that's pumping you up now there's a big three and such that guys will hit but there's a guy that kind of gives you that that moment crow was it last night
1: yeah tyler wall like has has um has been fantastic these last four games right uh he had since that since being challenged by johnny davis uh after the ohio state game where he had three points and uh, was was a non-factor as Ohio State just dominated down low. Uh, he has come back in in his last four games, averaging 15 points a game, shooting 75% from the field, 6.3 rebounds, 2.8 assists per game. You mentioned Kraw as well. He is he has uh, shot it quite well, especially down low. Like he hasn't had like huge huge scoring games, but he's been um, efficient in the scoring that he did. He had a three to start out the game last night. Hit a three uh, a big three against Maryland uh, last week. Like they both of those guys uh, have made strides since uh since Johnny Davis challenged him after the Ohio State game last month they have been uh, both of them both of them have been huge huge to the success that they've been able to have uh in this six game winning streak since that Ohio State game and and Tyler Wall is just at a different level in terms of his scoring right now it's it's uh this is the type this is the third guy that they needed and uh Tyler has certainly become that that third scorer that they needed and to go along with Johnny and and Brad
0: Yep, no doubt. Good stuff as always. It's an exciting time for uh, Badger basketball, and I- I'm going back to my my hope. I hope they end up top four uh, of the Big Ten. That would be a hell of an achievement, a hell of an accomplishment, and that'd be huge for this sort of program.
1: You're not you're not going for uh, a Big Ten championship.
0: That's wow, the, I mean, if that happens to come is. along for the ride, yeah. But I, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll be considering. I thought at the beginning of the season, I thought, you know, you know, seven, six, somewhere in there, that'd be a pretty good accomplishment for what to, you know many consider to be one of these years in which you had maybe an, an eyebrow raised. And they're making believers out of everybody at this point. Oh, I was listening to the are. Big Ten Network last night, and I was listening to ESPN this morning, and they're making believers out of everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, being being coming in as the number ten team, like that's what they were picked to finish tenth. And now to be sitting a half game out of first and being uh, a 13th-ranked team, uh, Bracketology has them sitting as a potential three-seed and playing in Milwaukee at 5 form for those first two games or the first two yeah. rounds of the tournament. It's much bigger than anybody I think we we're thinking in. So, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Interesting to see how yep. the rest of this thing rolls.
0: No doubt. Good stuff, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the weekend, okay?
1: All right, sounds good, Bill. Thank you.
0: There you go. That is our buddy Zach Heilprin joining us on the hotline talking to Badger basketball. Badger hoops, man. It's uh... – that's for real, and and here's the thing with with we were, I was talking about this the other day with sports in Wisconsin at this point in time. Usually at this point in time, we're talking it's all Packers all the time. Postseason here we go, okay. But what you saw last, you got a couple of big games. What you saw last night out of the Badgers getting the revenge on Ohio State after going over to the Value City Arena and just looking like they just got a little manhandled there and just were out of their game. They just didn't they didn't look like this team that we'd seen all season long. To see them come back and get that big win last night, now they've crept up. They're going to be closing in on the top ten, and a huge game with Michigan State coming into the Kohl Center next Friday night. That town is – Ben, are you going to that one by any chance?
2: Absolutely. All my college buddies okay. are actually coming back into town for the game.
0: Okay. So that so so Ebo's not going to bump you out of it or anything like that. You don't have to like cover some kind of cooking show on another station out there in Madison, right? No, sir, though. He okay. might
2: uh, depending on what the Eagles do this weekend, he might create something.
0: We'll see. Okay. I could see that happening. But a uh, big game coming up next uh, next Friday night uh, to the Kohl Center. So and, and so for everything that is right now Packers football. Provided that the Badgers don't stumble and stub their toe against Northwestern. On the, that's a weird gym, too, to play in. Everything about Northwestern is weird. But to come back home to the Kohl Center next Friday night and take on the number 10 uh, Michigan State uh, Spartans. And, well, we'll see where they're at by then. Maybe Michigan State rises. I mean, there were some upsets last night as well. as The Oregon Ducks got UCLA. But when you see this game next Friday night, this is going to be prior to the lead-in to the Packers for the weekend. That'll be the game. Because we saw the game out of the Bucks. Last night, when they just destroyed Golden State and emphatically put a stamp that hey, don't forget about us, we're the champions. Oh, by the way, which was fantastic. But uh, for college basketball, that was that was a big win in these parts last night. Big win. Uh, good stuff to get Zach print on. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket.
3: This is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network Sometimes
0: I get a good feeling.
4: Yeah. I get a feeling that
0: I never 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 have it. Oh no, but I get a good feeling. Welcome back. Glad to have you on board.
2: Get a good yeah. Hopefully,
0: uh, you're having a good time today on a Friday, getting ready for AJ to sauce. Dylan, Quadzilla, going to be joining us coming up here in about 40 minutes, so stay tuned for that. 40 minutes away from AJ Dylan joining us. Good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, that's the way. Uh, don't forget... Don't forget you can find us over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. Find us on Facebook, go to Facebook.com slash the Bill Michaels show. You can find us on YouTube as well. And the subscriptions on YouTube continue to go up. I'm pretty excited about all of that. We continue to get more and more subscribers. And you can just you can you can subscribe, you can follow us. It just pops up when we go on the air and you can watch the show or listen to the show if you want to catch us later on Spotify, iTunes, on Google Podcasts. We're all we're out there now. We're getting bigger. We're trying to hone our skills, if you will. Trying to get it all done. So good stuff. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's get to the phone calls, and uh, we got a few of them, as a matter of fact. Uh, so let's uh, let's go to Brett. Brett. Uh, uh, Brett, how you doing today? What's going on, man?
5: Good. How's it going, Bill?
0: I'm feeling good today. What's you well, thinking? Well,
5: that's good. I I think we all should be feeling good. We've got a lot going for us here in Wisconsin at this point. Right now we do. It's Good stuff. So, two questions that I wanted to ask you or get your opinion on. Uh, At this point, we've seen enough of Jordan Love. What should the Packers do at the end of the season to ensure that we have Rodgers? And second question, and I asked Dave Carney about this. Uh, he does. He said he doesn't have the power. So I figured I'd ask the man. That's you. Uh, we need to get some sort of signing set up here uh, for Johnny Davis before he goes pro.
0: Yeah, so. he can capitalize on his likeness. Yeah, we can. Right? Uh, see, Steve, yeah, we, we can get should get Waukesha uh, Sports to set that up here in Lacrosse for us. I will see if we can't get something out there. Now that well, guys can capitalize I'll, on their likeness. I'll
5: have some uh, apple pie waiting for you if you make it happen.
0: Oh man, I love that. Good stuff. Now you hit me right where I live. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, okay, let's check on. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to throw it out there for Johnny Davis. I've got some ins. I've got some ends. You know. Um, let me see here. I was I was sharing a text the other day, and I pardon. I I, I hate to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway, because um, it's pertinent to the show. Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Oh, come on. There it is. Um, you know who we're going to get on the show, Ben? Eventually. Who? Hunter Waller. Ooh. Yeah. Hunter Waller. We've T-
2: got an in there. Let me tell you what. He's probably going to start at safety for the Badgers next season. Yeah.
0: Good player. Yeah, True freshman this year. Named the newcomer of the year. State Gatorade player of the year last year as a senior at Muskego High School. Chose Wisconsin over offers from uh, Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame, and such. So... um, we got a little bit of an in there. I'm not gonna tell you how, but we do. And maybe we could take that and parlay that into a Davis signing down that same avenue. I'm just throwing it out there. There's a lot of like I'm a duck right now. If you're watching on the Bud Light live stream, I'm a duck. You know what a duck is, right? The ducks on the water, cool, calm and collected. But below the surface, bam. Uh not wearing pants and paddling like a mother so, cool, calm, and collected. That's what we are right now. We'll get that taken care of. Uh, when it comes to Rogers and Love, okay. When it comes to Rogers and Love, this is this is wh- this is what I stated earlier. What has to happen to keep Rogers here? Basically, is this: one, you are most likely, if you throw your 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 support into the Aaron Rodgers tank, okay, it's because you have seen Jordan Love now. For a year and a half and beyond, behind the scenes, you have seen him work. Brian Gudekins knows. okay? He knows. He either has it or he doesn't. Is he? Does he have that something? You know it when you talk to a guy. When I sat down, uh, and I'll give you a little bit of the background. For years, when I worked in Cincinnati, I sat down with some of these guys that they were bringing in, and it was just no. You wanted to believe, because I was young and naive, you wanted to believe that this guy was really that good, and you're like, wow, okay. You know, I mean, the Kajana Carters, the David Klinglers, the Achilles Smiths, all these guys would come in, and you're like, wow, okay, you get to meet these guys. And then when I come to Green Bay, then I'm sitting down and talking to Favre, and there's this presence. You know, there's, uh, yeah, I, sitting in on these these meetings with the network stuff, it, it just, there's this presence, and there's this thought and there's this something intangible. And you know it when you see it. You know it when you hear it. And then when Rodgers was drafted, and I'll never forget this. I'm sitting at this table, having this lunch, talking to Rodgers, getting to know him. And I've got kind of like my my chin, my elbow's on the table, my hand is under my chin. I'm just sitting there, you know, just kind of listening to him. And I'm not like some goofy schoolgirl looking at some guy going, oh my God. I'm, I'm listening like, Holy crap. And I said to him, if your talent is half as good as your knowledge, you will be a Hall of Famer. Because he was just he blew you away with the presence and the diction and the ability to speak and break things down simply for everybody to understand. And I would at the at, for majority of the time I was the only guy at the table. Cuz every like I said everybody he was a backup Nobody cared about him. He, Brett Favre was the quarterback. Everybody's down the road talking to other guys, you know? Nobody cared. So when you're sitting there talking to Aaron Rodgers, you're like, wow, this guy's got it. This guy's got it. He's, he's got that intangible, you know? I mean, remember, Nick Collins was the guy that came in. He was the defensive back, the safety, him. Brady at linebacker. Junius Costin was going to be one of the offensive linemen, you know? Will Whitaker was your seventh-round draft choice, and he was going to bolster that draft and make that thing work. But it was Terrence Murphy was the wideout. That's, you know, another weapon for Brett Favre. That's who everybody was talking to. I'm sitting there talking to this Aaron Rodgers guy, and I'm like, wow. This guy's just, he's got it. So my point being is, behind closed doors, these guys are all talking every day to Jordan Love. These guys are in meetings every day with Jordan Love. These guys see him on the field every day. Is he zipping it? Is he doing the no-look pass? Is he got the swagger, if you will, the swagger to do the belt when he runs scout team? Because that's where Rodgers got it. Rodgers was kicking the hell out of the first overall uh, de- defense, running scout team, and kicking their ass. And his guys on scout team were going, do the belt you the king, man. Do the belt. That's where the belt came from, in case you didn't know. You make your bones running scout team. How good are you? How many How many eyes do you open? Is he burning Jair Alexander with a no-look pass? Is he burning Devondre Campbell when that defense is coming after him and he's running scout team? Is that all happening or not? That's where you make your bones, man. Rodgers was making his bones. And then Rodgers had a couple of opportunities, and he wowed people. That game in Dallas, they didn't win the game, but but Favre looked terrible. Rodgers came in, that thing ran smooth, and had they had another five minutes to play, they'd have won that game. I believe that. And then we all went, oh, okay, now. Now we've seen this guy. We know what he's all about. So be, my point is, behind closed doors, they know. And if 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 Jordan Love has it, then you stick with Jordan Love. But if he doesn't, and even if you're minuscule, questioning yourself, going, man, do we make a mistake? You, gotta go. you got to go. Dump them. Trade them away. Get anything for them. Anything's better than nothing. And you make that deal. And then you go to Aaron and you say, Aaron, here's our problem. You're making a, a, an absolute stank-ass buttload of money. We can't afford you. But we want you here. We know you want to stay. We want you here. What do you want? And Roger's going to say, well, I want this guy. I wanted to have this. I want to talk to you. Okay, here's the problem. We owe you all this money. What do we need to do? Because we can't afford to keep all these guys. So you put on your general manager hat for a minute. This is what we need to do. And then you need to figure the money out. First, you figure out if you want love around. Don't keep him just because. That's the dumbest thing you can do. And then after that, you figure it out. That's what they have to do to keep Aaron Rodgers here. 877 867 1670. Hopefully that explains it to you. 877 867 1670. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. We're a half hour away from the sauce. AJ Dillon joining us coming up on the Bill Michael Show.
3: Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Welcome back. Good to have you on this Friday, getting ready for the Super Wild Card weekend. Upsets could happen. Love it. Love it. Can't wait. Um, What are you doing tomorrow, Ben? Are you going to be hunkered down somewhere with a big bowl of wings, ready for the uh, football season to begin to culminate?
2: Probably work out. I'm trying to get in shape a little bit. Until the first game, and then I will be on a couch probably for the next seven hours. Wake up on Sunday for the next twelve.
0: Yeah, I I'm uh, the same thing. I'm going to be uh, at the gym tomorrow morning. Uh, do a little. Uh, I got a little shopping to do tomorrow. Some things to return from Christmas, and uh, I I'm trying to fix the April air humidifier in my home because I don't have any. Um, Uh, I've got radiant heat, baseboard heat, and my God, my sinuses are so terrible. It's so dry. So I'm trying to fix that. So uh, there's a filter I need to go get and get a couple things to run around with. But I think somewhere, there's got to be a bar stool somewhere with my name on it. Unless, of course, I'm here in the house, which then I'll be downstairs in the bar here, maybe a cigar in hand. I mean, I haven't, I've been craving a cigar too because I haven't had one in almost two weeks because of all the sinus stuff and everything that's been going on. I didn't dare smoke one. I think it would have put me into a coma. But I'm kind of craving I I'm, I'm thinking tomorrow might do a bourbon drink, maybe do the uh, the uh, cedarberg cider drink and a, and a good cigar and hunker down. I just don't know what the fare is going to be yet Kind of kind of mulling that over because if you go to the gym and you work out and then you come back and stuff your face full of you know pizza or something like that it kind of defeats the purpose you know It kind of is the purpose I'm... for me. Well it, it depends on how you look at it, I guess yeah just so I feel better about it not <clears throat> that it actually helps. You know, I uh, I'm into right now. I'm kind of in back into the weight loss mode, and uh, you know, if, if we we're trying to put all our ducks together, and today we got a meeting with the NFL after the show, but uh, we're trying to get our our you know details together for Super Bowl. So we're going. You got to think, you know, you're going out to L.A. You're going to the glitz and glam that is Hollywood, and while every big massive party is not necessarily going to be open the way it would have been had it been COVID free. Uh, there's still, I mean, I know they're doing cigars with the stars with Ditka and Jaworski and a bunch of the, uh, and a bunch of the gridiron greats are going to be there. I know we've, uh, you know, Mark Schlereth, I was talking to him the other day and I know that there's going to be a bunch of guys over there for that one. Jay Glazer always has a, a big one, regardless of who covers the Super Bowl. He always has a big one for a lot of his guys. Uh, Lee Steinberg, the, uh, the, the super agent, if you will, um, uh, he always has a big one we we're talking about that, so... There's some things going on that, you know, we would like to do. Um, so you don't want to go out there just going, oh, you know, like the big blue blob. So kind of mulling over whether or not uh, I should be eating any wings tomorrow or just noshing on a salad while I sit down and watch games and fill myself with uh, with with cider rather than pizza sauce and such. So uh, I'm in the mode yeah, right now
2: where I go with my buddy. We play basketball for about 20 minutes. Then I go sit in the hot tub while he lifts. So it's really just the act of being in the
0: building of the gym. You know? So in other words, you're just moving, which is good. I'm not going to knock you. Just movement is good. Play- now, when you're playing basketball, are you just shooting or are you playing? No difference. I'm a big off-ball movement kind of guy.
2: Not very athletic. but What the hell um, does that mean? Like I'm setting screens, you know. We're, we're moving without the basketball. So you're
0: actually playing a game.
2: Yes. Once I have the basketball, I can't really do much, so I shoot. Okay. So you're a chucker. I wouldn't call it that. Have you seen Kyle Korver play basketball? Yes. That's what
0: I would equate it to. Okay. So you're running around, hand up, setting a screen, and every now and then you're going to get a chance to shoot the basketball.
2: And in my mind, it goes in. In real life, it, it, <laughs> in high school, I would watch Kyle Korver highlights before every game to get pumped up, and then I'd play yeah? like that. I've okay. lost all my game, and I have terrible knees. So.
0: Yeah. I uh, – I, Boy, it's been a while since I played basketball. Back when I was doing the weight loss thing, uh, I had uh, I I got a huge drive. You didn't, haven't been to the house. I got a huge driveway, so I had a hoop outside. And literally during commercial breaks in the summertime, I would run downstairs. Grab the basketball, run outside, shoot as many shots as I could, getting them to, you know, if they went in, great. If they didn't, if they're bounding off the back of the rim as a brick, I'm running, I'm tracking them down, shooting again, shooting again, shooting again, shooting as much as I can, three, three, four minutes, and then back upstairs and back on the air. Sweaty, nasty, didn't matter. And then during the day, I'd always make a, a point to shoot and keep moving, you know, keep trotting, keep running, you know, to kind of keep the heart rate up. And, and I would do that. It, it was working because I was also doing biking. I was lifting. I was doing everything. But now, I don't know. I think I'd shoot a couple and then probably take the basketball and put it underneath me and sit on it for a while and breathe heavy. It's been a while. I'm so cardio out of shape, it isn't funny. But, uh, yeah, basketball is a good way to stay in shape. Now, if you're going up and down the court. The other thing is if you're only playing – are you playing full court or half court? It depends on who we have. I'm also in a mode now, which I love.
2: Back in college, whenever I would play, it'd be against six, four people from Wisconsin that barely missed D1, so I'd get my ass uh-huh. handed to me. Now I'm playing more, it's more of a men's league vibe.
0: So we go up and okay. down the court, we just don't go that fast. you know. Okay. So in other words, it's like uh, the people that I pass, and they're even out there today, and I, God love them, but the pickleballers, the old people that are playing pickleball, they shovel the courts. Uh, they're out there just kind of, a couple of trots, just knocking the ball back across the net. They're playing doubles, and you, you got your little space you're moving in, but it's it's at a much, much slower pace. Okay, I can see that. Uh, Brett says, by the way, how old are you? 23. You're 23 and you got bad knees?
2: Terrible, just terrible knees.
0: How'd you get bad not knees good. at
2: the age of 23? Well, I played catcher for 10 years. Okay, that'll do it. I told you I shattered my knee four years ago playing softball.
0: Since then, it's just not been the same. Yeah, I do remember that. Okay, all right. There you go. The history of one uh, Ben Kenny and his athletic prowess. Uh, Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. Come back. More of the Bill Michael Show. More scintillating conversation like this next. This is the Bill
3: Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens.
6: The Packers have the weekend off. They'll be watching the wild card games to find out who they'll play next weekend here at Lambeau Field. As many as seven players that have been on the injury list multiple weeks return to practice this week, including linebacker Adarius Smith and defensive back Jair Alexander, Packers defensive end Dean Lowry.
2: You know, even today,
0: seeing uh, Z fly around and Ja and some guys that are on their way, it's, it's been great so far. So I do think it kind of boosts um, team morale a little bit and having these guys that are also great players, but great locker room guys and leaders too. So it's been nice.
6: Z'Darrius Smith had back surgery in September. How does he look? Packers defensive coordinator, Joe Barry. Matt's given the players off Saturday and Sunday, and then uh, we'll come in with a, uh, with a normal work week next week. So... But at least what what Z's been able to show yesterday and today, I'm 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 excited with where he's at. And Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett has three interviews scheduled this weekend for head coaching jobs in Jacksonville, Denver and the Chicago Bears. He talked about his time with the Packers the past three years.
2: A place like Green Bay. I mean, the legendary. I mean, the best place in the world for football, the epitome, the the epicenter of football. Um, and to be able to work with Aaron and Devontae and Mercedes, who I had known and Alan Lazard and all these guys that I think that was something that we just as we started looking at everything, we wanted to do what was best for the future and for the family. And, and that's why we made that decision. And it's been a pretty darn good decision here. And the amount of knowledge that I've learned has is, is been great.
6: That's Nathaniel Hackett in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show.
0: Appreciate it, as always, and uh, glad to have him back. Uh, don't forget this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin and well beyond the borders as well. And uh, I'll tell you right now, if you're feeling kind of sluggish, kind of moody, uh, kind of down, pardon the pun, uh, call our friends over there at New Mail Medical. New Male Medical, helping you out with low testosterone, getting your energy back, getting your energy level back, getting you going again. Uh, also the All in one weight loss program works. It's fantastic. And if you're look, jumping into 2022 and you just want a new, you, you just want to kind of get out of the doldrums, great place to go. Call them 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That is the new Mail medical center. Good stuff. Uh, let's do this. Let's get back to, uh, the phone calls. Let's go to our buddy, Randy, listening to us in Grafton, Wisconsin. Randy, how you doing today, man? What's up?
3: Hey, Bill. Yeah, you know, when it comes to – I hear there's been a lot of discussion about what are we doing, uh, what are we going to do to keep Aaron Rodgers. And this is not to suggest that that's a bad idea, but um, I'm not going to discuss it until how I see he performs in the playoffs. Is that somehow being naive or unreasonable? Um, I understand. I understand – uh, that I think a lot of a lot of fans, if they are honest, I think it is just about being competitive and not about being, you know, winning the Super Bowl. But I think in the course of doing that, they're unrealistic about what it might actually take. And how can you discuss it without really seeing how we perform in the playoffs?
0: That's a great question, and, and, and appreciate the phone call. Let me answer you. Real quick, in this regard, Um, it is about being competitive because I think there was a genuine fear of going, oh my gosh, look at what's to the south of us. Look at the Bears. Look at the Lions. Look at the Vikings. You want to stay on top of the division. Okay. That I agree with. But Aaron Rodgers has been consistently successful at getting this team to NFC Championship games. You're a game away, a game away from getting to a Super Bowl. And you believe that eventually you're going to bust through that ceiling with Rogers. The question then becomes, do you continue to pound through that on that ceiling with Rogers? Or do you do it with an unknown commodity? A commodity that for all intents and purposes has not looked anywhere near what he needs to look to get you to that point. So do you stick with what's got you there? Or do you make the decision to say, we're going to go in a different direction. We are taking a ginormous leap of faith for a virtual unknown. And the only people that really know what the capability is are the ones that see Jordan Love behind closed doors. You have to trust in the process. You have to trust in them. But if they're doing it because of the pick and they're doing it just because of money, then you're probably not trending in the right direction. So I don't think anybody's satisfied with just getting to the postseason and above mediocrity, but I think what it is is you want to continue to pound against the ceiling or bang on that door that eventually you're going to break it down time and again with Aaron Rodgers because you know that you have the capability, and finally you've got a defense that behind him is capable of winning you a championship because what we've realized is Rodgers can't do it all himself. You have to have other things. You have to have other pieces. So, I mean, it's a good point. But I think that it's not just settling for good but not great because he is great. I think what people are looking for is we've got greatness. Now, damn it, do enough to put greatness back into the big game. You can't – because we've learned this. You can't – how many times did Peyton Manning – he had a good defense, not a great defense. It was all about the offense, but the defense of the Patriots for years and years and years was just that good. Brady was good, but the defense was just as good when the when the steelers went there they had a defense that was really good when they when look at what Eli Manning had he wasn't great he had a great year but he wasn't great but he had a really good defense have they now put get put together enough pieces to give Rodgers the opportunity to say okay now we can bust down the door because we knew all along he was a great quarterback but now do they have the pieces to put around him because if you don't have a good quarterback or a great quarterback and you don't have a sustainable top-five defense, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. It just normally doesn't happen that way. Let's go to our buddy Mike listening to us in Whitewater. Mike, how you doing, pal? I'm good, Billy. How are you feeling? Good. What's up?
4: Hey, just a, a, a back step to uh, Greg Garden. What he went through last year with that cancer uh, Tucker around and the uncertainty uh-huh. around the program and everybody transferring out, He's done a heck of a job, and then bringing that Shambliss in to help the coaching, um, you know, I think he could be coach of the year. What he's brought. Uh, oh, absolutely. The Badgers uh, for, to.
0: That is so far in the rearview mirror, uh, it's not even funny. And, and they really haven't hit adversity, but even that little skid they had over to Ohio State, and you kind of went, oh. Okay, maybe there might be something. uh nope. They rebounded nicely, and everything's been fantastic ever since. Yeah, that's not even something that we're even thinking about anymore. Uh, other than just that we knew it happened last year, and then you then you wonder how detrimental Alano Tucker really was inside that organization for them to come out and play this way this season.
4: And then back at Ohio State, you had guys sick. Wall was sick. Yep. Uh, finally admitted it. <laughs> you know, and they were going through that, but. Uh, no, I just thought that uh, you know, with all they were going through, all the transfers, what they, you know, the transfers in that you really didn't know how it was going to mesh and everything. I think he's done an outstanding job to get them where they I, are now. I do too.
0: I do too. And and I would I agree with you, Mike. And unfortunately, I got to run here, but I agree with you. Guard is going to be if they continue to play this way, he's got to be considered for Coach of the Year, not just in the Big Ten. Not just in the Big Ten, but I'm thinking in college basketball overall. Okay, real quick, uh, yeah, um, let's do this. Um, Real quick, let's get to uh, who else do we have here? Let's go to Tim. Tim and Sparta. Tim, how you doing? You're going to be the last one before the top of the hour.
7: I am doing well, Bill. Sorry to hear about Elmo. Uh, I know what. I appreciate it. it. Lose a a great friend. Um, The the one thing you don't want to have here is is that Gudekuns can't have Jordan Love be his Justin Harrell. Um, and I haven't talked to anybody or heard of anybody who thinks that Jordan Love there's not, they're not the same buzz from when Rodgers was doing it. Um, right. the, the guys that I've talked to say that uh, he has uh, he's just not progressing. He's got all the arm in the world. He's got all, all this other stuff, but he's just not putting it all together. Now that can change in a heartbeat, but the difference between the Kansas city game and the Detroit game, I didn't see any improvement. And he's been working with the ones every week that Rogers wasn't um, out there with the toe. The biggest thing with Rogers is, is he going to be willing to take the pay cut and how many years is he going to be willing to do it? Uh, It's one of the things that made Tom Brady so successful was that he's making 18 to 22 million dollars a year. His wife's making 40 so he can afford these, two extra or three extra defensive you know guys at the three to five million dollars a year to really make him to give him that defense that uh really made those patriot teams so is mm-hmm. rogers going to be able to is he going to want to sign a three-year deal at no more than 20 million a year because that's what it's going to be and without rogers you don't have Devonte adams uh sticking around either so you know our Green Bay Packer fans is going to be willing to take a couple of years of, well, we kind of suck right now uh, after being really good for 20 years plus, you know, 30 years here. Because uh, I remember back in the days when it was Tampa Bay and us to see who had the most wins right. in the league, and that was no fun. Yeah, so.
0: yeah no, I agree with that. Uh, I appreciate the phone call. No, I. That, that's the big question is what are they going to do? How are they going to define the pay as to whether or not they can actually keep them around?
1: I-